welcome back to Super Rankings, where you can come for Superman. But stay because we like you. We do. It's, you know, sometimes it's not about who you're with, it's about how they make you feel. Yeah, and you guys make us feel real good. Oh, oh you don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> We're a, back! Yeah, it's... Podcasting's weird, because yeah. we do these things in batches, and that means that, you know, the show comes out week in or week out, but we might go, we've been like three weeks without recording an episode. It's been three, I know, two for sure. Yeah. yeah. Kenny went on vacation. I did. I went to Half Moon Bay. I won a trip. I got an employee of the quarter, and uh, part of the perks was I got to go on a little vacation. Half Moon Bay, California. It was beautiful. Uh, I finally got to see sites that I'd never seen before because it's close to San Francisco. So I saw the bridge, yeah. Golden Gate Bridge, saw Alcatraz, I saw the big redwood trees that they filmed Return of the Jedi. Ooh. It was great. Yeah, that yeah. does sound great. It was pretty cool. I took tons of photos. and uh, It was just me and my wife. The kiddos were being watched by my grandparents. So I had some sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that good hotel room sex where you I don't have to clean these sheets. That's right. That's on you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bodily fluids. <laughs> Love you, Sarah. <laughs> but it's true, you know. <laughs> you know I mean, you're not wrong. It's like, geez, nothing nearly so interesting happened to me. I, I cooked dinner for a lot of senior citizens. Okay. Yeah. Or, well, that's good. That's you're you're helping out uh, people who need help. So yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. Just guy guy came by the center today who I'm pretty sure was a tweaker. Hmm. Well, all right. He got, we gave him a free lunch too. He seemed like he needed it. Yeah, okay. All right. He was just kind of hanging out and being being, being shifty. And it's like, you know, you you want a sandwich, buddy? Yeah. I I got an extra set. Just, yeah. No, yeah, I believe you. You'll get us next time. No, it's fine. Just take the fucking seat. <laughs> you know, for five minutes, you made his day. So yeah, that's just, a good thing. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> you know what made my day today? What's that? Watching fucking Superman. Superman. We, we got some goddamn good Superman today. I uh, kind of left this episode midway through. Uh, yeah. I watched it, uh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago and then realized that it was like, no, 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 that's for another time. Yeah. So I had it stopped midway through the episode. So oh. this should be interesting. Thank God you took notes. Oh, okay. All so. right. This, this would be a hell of an episode. This is one of the more plot-heavy episodes. Yes. We watched Target today. Yes. Yes. Not the uh, store with the dog with the red circle around his eye. Or as my ex-girlfriend would have said, Target. <laughs> that joke never gets any less funny. <laughs> she legitimately would get mad at me. Well, she always was mad at me, but she would be like, it's called Target. No, man, I'm pretty sure it's called Target. It's, it, it, but anyway, I digress. Target is the episode. Yes. <laughs> so it's it's the Excalibur Awards for accomplishments in journalisms. Yes, you've got your usual suspects there. you got Clark Kent, Lois Lane. Who slams, who jams, who tells your stories? Yep. There's a gentleman who's also part of the Daily Planet. And I, I didn't catch his name, but... Uh, uh, Julian Fry. He's up for an award, too. Yep. So is Lois Lane. Yep. Uh, I, 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 I like that they are actually treating Clark as a junior reporter. Yeah. He, he's not the one up for the prize. He's still here to, to, to learn and get some reps under his belt. Yeah. Lois is the star reporter. I yeah. like it. And it's between her. And there's a couple of other journalists there, too. And yep. all their stories are kind of your usual, like, big... Time stores like corruption or, or you know, yeah, environmental well, impact, things yep. of that sort. And yep. I think Lois's was on uh, 
LexCore? Yes, it was uh, entitled Lex Scam Nuclear Danger. Yeah. What a headline. Like, <laughs> Lex is scamming? Where's the da- is the danger from the scam, and where does it get nuclear? I want to read this article. Sounds great. Let's do it. Uh, they get ready for the award, and of course, you know, Lex, or I'm sorry, <laughs> Lois says to the other Daily Planet reporters, I hope you win. Congratulations, Dilly do. And the award goes to Lois Lane. Lois Lane. And Lois, she was so nervous, she was crumpling her napkin, and she opens it up, and there's a note on her napkin. Yeah. If you win, you die. Oh, no. She won. She, She did. So she has to go up and get on stage. And I love this. This is one of those things where her speech is going on in the background for the whole rest of the scene. And... She is either terrified of this note, or she is not a very good public speaker, or both. And I, I love it. I think terrified of the note. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, the other guy is like, oh, of course she won, dearly do. Yeah, I'm a suspect in this murder case because I don't <laughs> like her. <laughs> uh, but Clark Kent hears using his super hearing. Yep. Uh, he can hear that uh, trouble's afoot. Yeah, he hears this hissing, which turns out to be a laser uh, cutting slowly, <laughs> death trap style, <laughs> through a chain holding up this big crystal sword chandelier. Yeah, uh, the award looks like a sword. Yep. Uh, you'll see this award used a couple of times. Yep, it's but... the Excalibur Award. And yeah. uh, Yep, somebody's going to drop this giant novelty sword on Lois Lane. Luckily, Clark is able to excuse himself, switcheroo into Superman, and save Lois just in the nick of time by bear-hugging her and letting the thing fall on him. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so we we cut to, you know, hours later, the police are surveying the crime scene, and we get a a new uh, Metropolis Police Department officer who we haven't seen before, Detective Bowman. Now, you can call him Bowman if you want, but the whole time I was thinking McGarnacle. Ooh, it's that new show about the policeman who solves crimes in his spare time. Crank it, Homer. <laughs> <laughs> He's a loose cannon, yeah. but damn it, he gets the job done. Uh, Chief McGarnacle, and uh, there, <laughs> there's a little bit of um, uh, evidence. Uh, Lois wants to know, because she was involved, uh, who's trying to kill. And McGarnacle doesn't like reporters. McGarnacle doesn't want to hear anywhere near this investigation. Yup. If, 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 if you've got so much time on your hands, make a list of enemies who might want you dead for me, McGarnacle. That's right. Well, McGarnacle's one of those people. Yeah, you're... <laughs> so. Apparently, uh, Lois, she's relating to Clark on the ride home. She wrote an expose about police corruption. Cost McGarnacle a promotion. You're off the case, McGarnacle. You're off your case, Chief. Yeah, uh, so add him to the list. And like Ben said, they're driving home. Yep. That's where we get another action set piece. Yep, the uh, the, the the controls in Lois's convertible go go crazy. The, uh, the radio turns on and... We're here to play You Win or You Die, dedicated to Lois Lane. <laughs> Fuck that bitch, I'm gonna murder her. That's right, and the car starts going crazy. Luckily, it's one of those convertible cars with yep. the with yep. the top that's made out of cloth. Yep. And so they use that 
trophy. Yep, <laughs> the, the sword trophy, which is apparently actually sharp. Yeah, and they use it to rip open the top. Yep. And they're going to try to escape somehow, maybe jump out of the car. Yep, but uh, before that can happen, whoa, clumsy Clark Kent falls out of the car off the highway to his doom. We well, that sucks. Clark Kent's dead. I would have thought that. Yep. But uh, so Lois is, you know, she's scared. She's kind of controlling the car while standing up top. And then an airbag goes off. Yep, it pins her to her seat and stops her from using the steering wheel so the car goes off the edge of the highway. Where she dies. No! (laughs) (laughs) No, Superman's there to save the day. Thank God. Yep. uh, By the way, I saved Clark earlier. He's He's not here, but he's fine and not me. I'm different man. Than the Clark who just went, who I was just with at the same time, but you didn't see it because you weren't there. If this excuse seems razor thin, it's kind of fixed when Clark Kent reappears. He's got a pretend broken arm. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Clark and Lois are uh, heading off to see a, a contact of Lois's from a different story. One Edward Leitner. And Edward Leitner's got this warehouse... She knocks on the door, like, hey, you in there? He opens up the door and looks at her kind of like, what the hell? A, a lady with lady parts. Whoa, I, those are parts that I like but did not expect. <laughs> <laughs> well, he lets her in and uh, they kind of scope out the place. Obviously, he's a tech genius guy, yep. inventor he, of sorts. He's, he's got his own little laboratory here and uh, apparently he used to work for LexCorp. He was one of the informants on the big nuclear danger expose. Yeah, it cost him his job, but, I mean, job well done. Yep. Expose the crime. Yep, and uh, he's, he's about to expose more crime because Superman had pulled a little gadget, the, the little computer gizmo that had taken over Lois's car. Mr. Leitner uh, examines it under his microscope and says, oh, yeah, this is, uh, this is LexCorp tech. This is from the R&D department. Somebody at, uh, at Lexiland wants you dead. By the way, congratulations on your award. Uh, well done, Lois. Well yeah. done. Yeah, of you... course, you know, job well done. And uh, they move on to uh, Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, clearly this is a very dangerous man who has attempted to have Lois killed the last thing that you should do is confront him one-on-one in private in his gun range where he currently has a deadly weapon in his hand and no witnesses should he decide <laughs> to finish the job right then and there. And if you, if by some miracle you were foolish enough to do this, the last thing you would do is bring the gizmo that is the only evidence tying him to this crime. No! No! Lois does all of these things. Yeah, she goes up to Lex. He's playing around with some new toy. Yep. One of those murder weapons of his. Yeah, probably good for killing Kryptonians. Yep. Other things, too. It's for deer hunting, mostly. It's it's murder. Yeah. And and Lex examines it, and he goes, Hey, I don't know where this came from, but you can, you know, look, I get it. I don't like you, and you don't like me. But I'm not trying to kill you. And and Lex says, You don't like me? I like you. (laughs) uh, (laughs) I respect the things you do, (laughs) even when you're saying bad things about me. I Lex Luthor nice guy still like you and to prove it I'm gonna take that gizmo and find out exactly where it came from because I'm nice then I like you too so we cut to uh, Clark Kent going you did what (laughs) (laughs) 
But Lois says, you know, I, he said it wasn't him, and I believed him. I We used to date. Yeah. She she knows that he's a, a bad, mean man, but he, deep in his heart, is nice and honest or yeah. something. Well, <laughs> so our evidence is now in uh, Lex's hands, so yep. he's going to figure out where the doohickey came from. And uh, we get uh, an elevator scene. Yep, uh, this is at the Daily Planet, and you know Lois gets into the into the elevator up to the offices. She's alone in there. The doors close, and the voice comes on the radio saying, "Hey, remember me? I'm, I'm gonna murder you with this elevator." Now. She opens up a door, and there's dynamite. Yep, got a minute left to think about your your life. Yep. So she tries to escape out the top, like Die Hard. You know, try to get out of the elevator at the top. And uh, the voice says, oh, no, you don't. And shoots rockets out of the bottom <laughs> of the elevator. Yep. This elevator car shoots to the top of the building and pops out, goes flying through the air, and then crashes into a helicopter because, of course, it does. Now, of course, Clark Kent, he's at the building. Mm. He hears this going on, does the switcheroo. He's able to save the people. Yep. Uh, well, everybody involved. Yep, the, the helicopter pilots yeah. and, and Lois. and he's, It's a big mess, but he, he saves the day. Yep. He's flying away with Lois in his arms. And she lays her little head on his bulging pectoral muscles and says, I'm having a bad day. Which is kind of true. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty bad day for Lois Lane. Uh, yep. And so, in fact, it's, it's so bad. I believe this is where we, we cut to her apartment and we see that she's... She's tossing, she's turning, she's having trouble sleeping. Like, it is getting to her. Yeah. I mean, obviously, a couple of attempts on her life, it's going to ruin your sleep. Yep. And then we get a shadowy figure coming in. Kind of looks like Batman, but without the ears. Yep. He's got the, you know. He knocks a little bit of a, a jar, which wakes up Lois. And she's like, oh, crap. Who's there an intruder in my house? Rightly so. Yeah. Uh, the intruder shows up, grabs her out of bed. She's, you know, trying to fight, but he's able to pick her up over yep. his head. And I don't know if you guys remember, Lois Lane lives at a top story apartment. Yeah. And she's the star reporter. She gets paid real good. That is a very nice place. And he chucks her. Chucks her right off the side of the building. And, of course, this is when she wakes up. Yeah. And I don't know about you. This is not an episode that I remembered uh, no, at, no. at all. But so this was basically new to me. But about halfway through this sequence, I'm like, "This is not the mo of the guy. This is a dream, isn't it?" Yeah. And sure enough, yeah. Lois wakes up. She's sweating, and and you can tell the stress is getting to her. And right then, you see the little binocular vision. It's McGarnacle. McGarnacle. Ah, uh, McGarnacle. He's watching from afar, and he's enjoying it. Oh, darn you, McGarnagle! If only you were so—you weren't so good at policing. We'd take your badge and gun, but you get the job done somehow. It means he gets results, you stupid chief. He likes to watch Lois Lane sleep in her black nightgown. Yes, not creepy at all. No, it's fine. He's—he's <laughs> uh, he's a good cop. He's, he's just a little—you know—his methods, but he gets results. So Lois has to stay home. Yep, uh, she's her, under protective custody. Her story that she was working on went to the guy who also works at the plant that was nominated for an award. Yep. And he's being all smug about it, like, I'll take it from here. <laughs> this constitutes a motive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so <laughs> Lois is at home. She's sad. She's alone. She talks to Clark. Yep, on the phone. And Clark's telling her, look, stay where it's safe. I, you know, tend to your lady bits and let the men handle things. And, of course, she does that. Yep. No! no! She <laughs> sneaks out. 
there's a cop in the hallway who's supposed to be protecting her, but he's in on some... Yeah, lady walking her dog. Yeah. And so she just easily walks away. Yep. There's a phone call to Lois's desk, which Clark picks up, and it's our good friend Lex Luthor. Who, of course, I, I don't know why you doubted it, did exactly as he said and tracked down the origin of the strange gizmo, which went missing from the R&D department of the day one Edward Leitner was fired. Huh. Huh. Clark? Clark, you picking this up? The phone is dangling because Clark is on the way. He knows who the murderer is. Yep, and and soon enough, so does Lois. She's gone to see uh, Leitner, and she lays a little verbal trap for him. Mm-hmm. She she says, you know, you, you, you say you stay in here all day. I mean, you ever play the radio or watch the TV to uh, just pass the time? And he says, no, that new media is garbage. I like old newspapers. That's how I... Wait a minute, you know... You knew that the thing... <laughs> yeah, when he had said he uh, heard that she won the award, no, <laughs> he couldn't have. It's impossible. Yeah, he'd said he was in his lab all day, and his lab has no radio or TV. The story wouldn't be in the paper until the next day. Bing, bong, boom. Lois Lane tapping forehead like a smart lady meme. He reveals his whole motive or reasoning, which was... I got fired because I was hoping to get some strange from you. Yup. <laughs> tale as old as time, it's, says McGarnigal. <laughs> it's beautiful when you really think about it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he lost his job. It, it was hoping to get noticed by Lois. But Lois says, like, you did the right thing. And, of course, he's like, I didn't do it to be good. I wanted some strange. I just wanted <laughs> So he puts her in a laser cage. Yep. You know, first, because she can't get taken down that easily. You know, this is the modern 90s. Yeah. She needs to get exactly one karate kick to his midsection before he overpowers her with his man brain. Yeah, it's one of those uh, laser beams that uh, they... they come in closer together, like a yep. like a James Bond death trap. Yeah, so you know she's it's there's your ticking clock for the final act. Superman swoops in, but Lightner's ready for him. He's got his magic red sun vest. Yeah, and so when he punches Superman, he actually feels it. Yeah, it's like this uh, looks like a like a, a tactical or like bulletproof vest, but it, it causes this like red sun aura that. Allows his punches to hurt Superman, and they they have a little third act punchy fest. They go at it, uh, but uh, you know Superman figures out. He puts him against the the laser cage trap. Yep, and this this breaks his vest off, and Superman is victorious. He's is able to disable the the the, the trap. It kind of singes uh, Lois Lane, but she's safe. She's fine. Yep. They they fly off into the sunset and basically flirt real hard for a second. You know, you've been... Thank you for, for helping me. It seems like you've been watching me closely. And if Superman says, yeah! <laughs> Some people get into trouble more often than others. And my headcanon is they go off and bang in the Fortress of Solitude Maybe. directly after this. They were making real hard fuck-me eyes at it's, each other. Uh, you know. I guarantee he blows a load like a shotgun right through her back. It's a fuck well earned. I mean, look, <laughs> but, I, I, as Ed, Edward Leitner should have known, a fuck you have to earn is never worth the earning of it. There you go. You want to fuck somebody who wants to fuck you, not somebody that you have to bribe to fuck you. That's right. Yeah. You can be nice all you want, but yeah. 
Yeah. Ultimately, if she's not interested, she's not interested. You, you, uh, no one has ever in the history of mankind become horny with gratitude. Exactly. It's, it's not a thing. So, the so, sins. Target. It does. Kenny, does this episode hold up? It's pretty good. This is a great... I really enjoyed <laughs> <Yeah>. this episode. <laughs> it's a good mystery. Yeah. Uh, clearly, it's not a ton of suspects, but you have some uh, fun red herrings. I mean, it kind of is. It's uh, uh, it's McGarnagle, it's Lex, and then it's uh, the the Fry guy, the other the snooty yeah. journalist. So that's... Right. Yeah, so, you know, you got three pretty good, strong red herrings there. Yeah, some good action set pieces. Yeah. It was a good episode. Yeah, you know, more tension than than we're accustomed to because the danger is not to Superman directly. And so, theoretically, Lois could actually get hurt. Whereas yeah. anytime it's Superman who's supposedly in peril, it's like, eh. Right. Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the death traps. Yeah, good death traps. You, you know who Lightner... He was like, he's what they wanted to do with Wormwood and fail. Ah, he's like a good Wormwood. Yeah, I got you on that. That's yeah. I think it's because they, they, they tried to sell Wormwood too hard. They introduce him as, yeah, he's this guy he's super smart with death traps. And just hearing that said before you see it has me like making the jack off motion with my hand. We, we called it. He's like a lame joke, uh, Riddler. Yeah. But but Leitner, they they put the death traps up front and center. So by the end of this episode, whoever was revealed to be the guy, I was ready to yep. to be impressed by. Yeah. But let's see how good this episode is using good old fashioned science, shall we? I'm a disciple of science. Let's do it. Let's let's boot up the science machine. All right, kids. It's been a while, so please bear with us. We got some cobwebs we got to sweep off. Yep, yep, yep. Do dads that need to be turned back on? Yep. And uh, I mean, the most important thing is safety. So uh, let's get our lab coats on. Yeah, but you know what? Go ahead, take them pants off. All right. We've got our master list here of 16, count them, 16 mm. episodes. If we count that extra one with the mummies, doesn't count, I don't know. Mummies alive, kids. Here we go. <clears throat> Last on a Krypton, little piece of home Prometheon, identity, fun and games, the way of all flesh, blast from the past, tools of the trade, my girl, stone memories, feeding time, speed demons, main man, live wire, choose a crowd, mummies alive, rah, 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 rah. Well done, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a that's a typo on my part. Hold on, I'm gonna correct that right now. It is number four is identity crisis. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I forgot to uh, forget to type the second words. That's on me. I just I don't want that to dis- to besmirch Kenny's honor as a reader of the list. <laughs> that's on me. Goddamn right. <laughs> and on both of us is the the solemn responsibility. To learn which is better, this episode, Target, or number five, Fun and Games. We got fun and games. No, man, not that one. <laughs> God damn it. I like that one, but I think Target's better. I agree. I, I concur. Fuck. I, fun and Games is, is really cool, but the... the See here, the the death traps make sense. Where does he get these wonderful toys? Ah, he stole them from LexCorp. Yeah, it, the plot just hangs together. Better. It does. It really does. I mean, the toy man has more personality than Lightner, but <laughs> yeah, I just love that design of the toy man. Yeah, it's really good and it's really creepy. It's got some fun gimmicks, but I digress. Yeah, this isn't about personal opinion. It's, it's about science. That's, that's what we're here to do. Yep. 
All right, so we've got a top five episode already. <laughs> Is Target, better or worse, popping up just one... Better or worse than number four, Identity Crisis. It is bizarro. Oh, uh, yeah. I think this one is better. Yeah, I I like that. See, that's Bizarro's the one. Identity Crisis is the one that's like near and dear to my heart. But I was honestly, I was not looking forward to this episode going in. I'm like, yeah, I don't recognize this character's name. I don't remember anything about it. How good can it be if I don't remember it? Mm. Well, this is a solid episode. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Nothing against Bizarro, I just think this one's stronger. Yeah, I think Bizarro kind of, like, it had that really strong opening, and I don't think it quite hung together over the whole course. Mm -hmm. This this episode, like, if I have a criticism, it's that it's a, you know, I made fun of it at the time, when Lois goes to confront Luthor the way she does, that's a little silly, but if that's the worst thing I have to say about it. Yeah, so bad. (laughs) All right. We're in the top three now, boy. Is this episode Target better or worse? (laughs) The number three. Aaron Jesus wants us to do this real scientific. (laughs) The number three, Prometheon. I'm going to go Prometheon. Mm, Okay. I I don't want a knife fight right this set. I mean, if it... If it comes down to it, maybe, but... Let's, both are let's, great. Yeah, they're both great episodes. Just dig into the science a little. Prometheon was almost like a silent film, even though there definitely was dialogue in it, yeah. but it almost felt like a silent film. I think it would have worked as a silent film, to yeah, tell you the I, truth. I think that's one of the few things that really could have improved it, if it yeah. were not necessarily no dialogue, but less dialogue. Yeah. I love the set pieces in Prometheon, the destruction of, uh, you know, the, the harbor and all the ways they try to figure out to stop him, which is, is using fire. And, of course, he absorbs fire. Mm. Good animation, too. Yeah. Wasn't that TMS? Yeah, that was a TMS yeah. joint. A, Prometheon has General Hardcastle. He's real good. Yeah. But I think... I think what gives this one the edge is that Prometheon is an episode that you you shouldn't skip because it's just an amazing 22 minutes of, of animation. But if you did, I mean, it, it doesn't really tie into to the character arcs, to the arc plots in any particular way. This, as a Lois Lane-focused episode, I think does more for her character and for her relationship with Superman like they get they it's it's building up that flirtation and attraction in a way that is subtle enough like it I mean it's noticeable but it doesn't feel like they're like they're cramming it down your throat this is just building stuff up for later just yeah. dropping these little seeds so yeah. that when we finally get them together because of course it, it won't feel like it came out of nowhere that's true so I think I appreciate that this one tied into the larger character arcs a little there more. There are more meat and potatoes there. All right, when you break it down with science. All right. I'll concur. All right. In that case... Is it number two? Uh, number one oh. is this episode, <laughs> Target, better or worse than number one, Last Son of Krypton. And that was our very first. That was the three-part 
origin story, Jor-El kicking ass on Krypton. Yeah. Young Clark Kent growing up in Smallville, flirting with Lana Lang, or actually just kind of standing there and not caring when Lana Lang flirts with him. But <laughs> I still think that one's better. Yeah, it's it's close because I think I would put this one up against any one of those twenty-two minute parts, but they they form a whole. Yeah, that. That I think is is greater than the sum. It's like when we used to have Two-Face. We all yep. know that the first episode of the Two-Face two-parter was the better episode. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to have the two together as a whole. Yep. You can't, you can't just first... watch Fellowship of the Ring and then Return of the King. Yeah. I know there's some dumb, boring shit in the Two Towers movie. <laughs> like when Aragorn falls off a cliff and everybody thinks he's dead for five minutes, but then he comes back and he's fine. So why did we even put that scene in this movie that's too long already? But you still got to watch. You can fast forward through that part. It's fine. That's the Derek Shaleen's favorite one, if you can believe it. It's the Two I, Towers. I mean, the Helm's Deep fight was cool. It's cool. But that's, I mean, okay, it had some good Saruman stuff. It's Christopher Lee. Yeah, he's, a, he's, he's wrong, but I'm not going to knife fight him about it. We have a mutual friend, and uh, yeah. that was his favorite one, is the Two Towers. Hey, if that's your favorite one, too, more power to you. I'm a fellowship guy, and the, the other two are fine. See, I'm a Return of the King guy. Nothing wrong with Return of the King. It, it, you know, they could have... Everyone makes fun of the, the multiple endings. You know what? There's multiple endings in the book. Yeah, uh, well, and I mean, each one of those endings is pretty good. Yeah. I could have done without the slow-mo that makes you think that any second it's going to fade to black. But, it, I mean, it's still all right. <laughs> so, How did we get on this tangent? <laughs> this this has been Lord of the Rinkings. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> back Lord of the Rinkings. I like it. Now, now back to Superman. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, the pilot for Superman. Yeah, I'm, man, I, don't, I wonder if anything's ever going to unseat that. I don't know. We got some good shit coming. We've this got the Batman crossover coming up. Yeah, this one made us stop and think about it. I didn't even remember this yeah. one. So, all right. I'm, I'm going to concur. Last Son of Krypton keeps the gold medal for now. In the meantime, we've got but one decision left to make. Uh-huh. It's Target or it's Little Piece of Home. I'm going to go Target. You know, once again, I'm not... I want to get into the science. I'm not. My knife is firmly in its sheath, and in fact, I sort of suspect that I'm going to wind up agreeing with you. But I, I want to get into it. Okay. <laughs> Little piece of home had that super jazzy soundtrack, that super fun air chase. Mm-hmm. That was real good. Yeah. Bat- Batman. Superman fights a robot T-Rex. Dino DNA. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Lois Lane plays basketball. Who slams who jams? Who tells your story? Lois Lois Lane plays no basketball in Target. And, you know, I just I wanted to see her swish one more from the three-point line. That's all I'm... It's a good mystery. Yeah, it's a real good mystery. I enjoy a good mystery. And there were some good red herrings in this one. It's funny, you know, Bat- they call Batman the world's greatest detective, but I think Superman almost works better for a mystery story because it gives us a reason why you can't just solve the problem in two seconds. Yeah, we'll just punch it real hard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always... I'm going to go with, yeah. So, yeah, okay. When we break it down with science, I agree. I'm going to give it to Target. 
Silver medalist out of nowhere. Dark horse silver medalist target. That's I'm marking it down. That's why we do science. Yeah. And I could say, let's see what kind of science we're doing next week. But this is a two for recording session. Yep. We know exactly what we're doing. You're going to have to say it because I can't. I Even when they pronounce it and <laughs> enunciate it, I still can't say it. Well, you, yeah, we'll have to talk about pronunciations next episode. It is mix yes pixelated. There you go. Mix yes Nope, nope. I find, see, I had one in me. Mr. I, M. <laughs> there we go. Mr. M. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me at Wyski TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter or twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. I play Legend of Zelda's real fast. Yeah. It's fun, and I enjoy it. Sometimes it hurts my brain and makes me angry. Until I, I just want to uh, karate kick Edward Leitner right in his sternum, but yeah. I can't. Nope. So I watch Superman instead. There you go. So watch Mix Yes Pixelated with us next week. I did it. Yes, two for two. <laughs> two out of three. Tony. It's fine. See you next week. Bye, everybody.